Talking to his disciples, his future church leaders, Jesus said in John 15, 16, you have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. But there's one thing that's holding these disciples back at this point from producing fruit. It's the very same thing that will also hold us back if we don't work to overcome it. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin and this is Church Leader Made Simple and I'm here to help you get the clarity needed to move your church forward. I'd love for you to join me weekly. Just hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notified as soon as I post a new video. And without any further delay, let's get to it. I was thinking the other day about the setbacks that our world has had in this past year from COVID issues and social injustice issues and political turmoil and hurricanes and right here in my state of Louisiana and wildfires and job losses and, and the list could go on and on and on. And, and then bringing it closer to home, the church as a whole, even our church, has been forced to make some major changes. Many were forced, but many were needed. Changes in strategy and changes in how we're going to reach more people with the gospel through online ministry and and changes, I believe, to, to position us to become more relational and more in line with the book of Acts in our approach. But it's tough. And though many of the changes were needed, it's still amazingly tough. And, and let's face it, most of us don't like change. And many of us in the church, especially as church leaders, have gone through some of the most difficult changes and challenges in our lives just in the last year. And some of us make these difficult challenges even harder on ourselves mentally because we just don't like change. And here's what John Maxwell said recently on a podcast. What happens to me and what happens in me doesn't have to be the same. What happens to me and what happens in me doesn't have to be the same. What happened to us last year and, and, and even into the, this year was horrific. It was shocking. We could have never fathomed a year like we just had. And at times it feels like it's just a bad dream. And our world and our personal lives are forever changed because of these events and these circumstances. And I hear the words going back to normal after COVID at times from pastors and, and leaders and and I hate to break the news to you. This world is forever changed. And the church is forever impacted. And our personal lives are forever changed. And, and I hate to break the news to you, but this world is not ever going back to the way things used to be. It's only moving forward to what's to come. Many of the changes in the church world are, are not ever going back. It's, it's moving forward with what's to come. You see... Change is, inev is inevitable. We're always changing and, and there's nothing that any of us could have done to control any of it. And so we have to grieve the old way of life and it's, it's important that we move forward with what's to come. And we have to realize that, that what's happening to me 
is not something that I can always control, but what's happening in me is something that I can control. And how you move forward with bringing forth fruit in your life as Jesus commanded doesn't begin with what's happening on the outside of you. The success of of fulfilling the call to bring forth fruit in your life starts with what's happening on the inside of you. You see, we have to be better on the inside than we are on the outside. And we have to grow and we, and we have to improve the inside of us, the mental and the, and the spiritual aspects of our lives. And, and your success as a church leader in consistently doing great things for the Lord, bringing forth fruit is heavily contingent on what happens on the inside of you. And what we desperately need right now is church leaders who are willing to admit that we don't like everything that's going on around us and and we might not have the answers that'll fix what's going on around us. But we're going to go and we're going to bring forth fruit with the help of the Lord in our life. And we're going to use this as an opportunity to retool some things in our lives. And we're going to use this these circumstances as a chance to get rid of the cobwebs in our minds and in our lives. And, and we're going to figure out how to dig deep inside of us and, and how we can grow and, and become better and more effective church leaders in the midst of a very tough situation. And I'm not sure that we should be asking ourselves the question of when all of this is going to be over. When is the messes around us going to, going to come into order? Because it really doesn't even matter. I think the more appropriate question is this. When will I get control of the internal of myself and quit allowing so many external factors to influence my internal? And then ultimately, when am I going to give the control over to Jesus Christ? Because the number one church, the number one reason church leaders are not producing the fruit that the Lord desires of us is because of the mental game within us. Because the stronger that you are on the inside, the less those outside circumstances are going to impact you. And you have to consistently remind yourself that what happens to you doesn't have to control what happens in you. And it's so important that we understand that we somehow become responders and not reactors to the things around us. And as terrible as some of these major life circumstances are and and all of the other things that have risen in our personal lives, we all wish that these things would have never happened. But as terrible as it is, it has forced us to put a mirror to our faces and to evaluate what's most important in our lives. Many church leaders and, and church members have operated for years in a consumer mentality. What can the church give me? If I just preach a good sermon on Sunday, if I dedicate babies and I bury the dead, that's all that's needed and expected. And, and from there, what validation and, and what benefit can the church give me? But it seems to me that this turmoil has sort of separated the wheat from the tares and, and it's caused a distinct dif- division in those who are just consuming and those who... The, want to truly produce fruit in the kingdom of God. And it's forced us to evaluate more deeply what we really want in ministry and in life. 
And for some, that hasn't gone so well. But for others, it's been a tremendous motivator to sort of step up your game, to get more serious about what you're doing in your life for God, to make needed changes to be more God-centered in your life, to make needed changes in your life to improve the internal of yourself. And I realize that, that, that we don't like the pressure, but, but it's forcing us to dig deep and to make the mental and the spiritual changes within to really make a difference in this end-time world. And so as we wrap up today, I want you to evaluate your life through the lens of these two questions. Number one, what positive things have come from the negative external circumstances in my life? And number two, how can I use those circumstances to propel me forward in what I've been chosen to do? Just spend a few minutes processing that over the next few days. Coming up soon in the next session, I'm going to tell you what's at stake if we as church leaders choose to just sit the bench and not really get in the game and produce fruit. Thank you for giving me your time and attention. Please hit the like button. It really will make a difference. Don't forget to subscribe and be sure to visit churchleadermadesimple.com. There's a free seven session course called Leader Life and Rhythm that you can't find anywhere else. Oh, and by the way, I would greatly appreciate you sharing this content on your favorite social media sites. It just helps me extend my reach and get the word out there. Have a great day. God bless you.